it's time for Mike's super short show. Happy Valentine's, what that Valentine's, Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. Don't you do that. <laughs> she was about to cut my intro. Oh, you gosh. Will let me, you will allow me to sing. Uh, hey, y'all. What's happening? This is Sidebar Josen. And today we are going to be talking about our imaginary wedding. Yay. <laughs> Jamaican air horn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about what we want at our future weddings, what we don't want, all that kind of little fun stuff you used to think about when you were a little girl. Just keeping on theme with the love topic of the month. Um, so, sit back, relax, um, and let's get into it. I don't have anything quirky to say. All right. We chosen. We chosen. Okay, so we are going to be talking about weddings today. But before we get into it, I guess I have to give you your obligatory happy Valentine's Day greeting. Why, thank you. I don't really, like I said last episode, Valentine's Day is not really a big deal to me, so it doesn't make a difference either way. It's just February 14th to me. So, um, but shout out to everyone else who is celebrating, um, whether you are single, uh, taken, whatever the case may be. I hope that you're having a lovely, wonderful, cheerful day and that you survive being inundated with all of these um, emails from these different places giving you discounts on, uh, like 14% discounts off of <laughs> these bodycon dresses. And I'm just things. like people who, I mean, things that have nothing to do with Valentine's Day, nothing to do with getting dressed, flowers, none of that. They're it's, like, Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. February 15th is the second best day of the year because all this shit is over <laughs> at that point. So, I take pleasure in yeah. self-love on this day, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I think the thing that when I first, um, all right, so like when you're a little kid and you first get the little cards and all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. that's cute, and one day you hope to get like a little something from somebody or whatever the case may be, but um, I never really like, that never really was a thing for me, and then when it was a thing, it it was just like, yay, this is really sweet. But, um, you know, it's not necessarily a big deal. Like, it's just another holiday. And let, let me, I guess I'm a, for fear of sounding like a hotel. Oh, God. But, <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's really just another uh, capitalistic kind of holiday. And you should be able to feel all of this love and appreciation from your partner on any given day of the week of the month of the year so if that is um the case then valentine's day is just another day to you if that's not the case if you um are just um i don't know you catch all the feels on this day but every other day is just like huh well god bless (laughs) so um but anyway Anyway, um, so today we're going to be talking about these, our our imaginary weddings, the things that we would like to have at our future weddings. Because I do believe um, one day I will walk down the aisle and um, 
my life partner will be waiting for me at the end. Mm -hmm. And so it's still, you know, it's still fun to think about the things that I want, wouldn't want, all that kind of stuff, even though I'm not um, necessarily with someone right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's like... Like, I always used to think about it when I was, like, younger. And um, I had all these ideas. Like, you know, you pick your colors and who's going to be your bridesmaids and all that kind of stuff. You know your colors. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so that's what we're going to get into. Because mm -hmm. my first idea of a wedding is, is drastically changed since. Mm -hmm. So why don't we go down? I have a list of questions that um, I'm going to ask. Yes, questions. And we're going to just talk it out and talk about our, um, what our future wedding is going to look like. So before you get married, mm -hmm. of course you are proposed to. Oh, wow. So what is your ideal ring? My ideal ring? I don't know what I would like my ring to be. But I've always said that I didn't want a diamond. Okay, okay. Um, after seeing, like, the exploitation of, you know, the lands and the mines in Africa, I was just like, a diamond isn't for me. I don't want to, you know, buy into that, um, be a part of that. Although diamonds are really beautiful. Like, the, a diamond ring is classic. It's beautiful, but I just think that I want my ring to be to be different. And I don't know what kind of stone I would want. I guess I would have to um, investigate that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll look up some now. But um, some people yeah, like just the not a diamond. Stone. Yeah, I wouldn't want a pearl. Oh, that's too grandma. Girl, grandma mm -hmm. is. <laughs> okay, grandma is. But you know what? If it were an engagement ring, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't mind like a little pearl cluster mm -hmm. around a really like gaudy band okay and that would fit well with my the ring that i would get once okay. i walked down the aisle so okay that makes sense maybe we'll have to look into it okay what so, ring do you want mom the ring that i want um, okay, so I did think about, because, you know, you hear about blood diamonds and all that, so mm -hmm. I am also uh, cognizant that the way we source diamonds is particularly terrible. Right. Um, but there is this company that I saw, and I'm so sad because I cannot remember the name of them, but they, it's called, it's something along the lines of like, it's like ethical diamonds. Mm. And so the diamonds, oh. yeah, so like you can get the you know a diamond but it's not something that was dug out in a mine by a small child in um sierra leone yeah you know like it's um it's ethically sourced um and it's just you know you can wear a diamond without feeling like you have blood on your hands i like that so i want a diamond from that company i would like at least um, one to one point five carats. Right. Um, round cuts. Um, round is ideal, I think, for me, particularly for the shape of my finger. Because if if anyone knows me or have seen my hands in person, I have tiny hands. Bring them out. Like I have little baby hands. 
Okay, I get that. That makes a lot of sense there. So, like, like if I were to go to K Jewelers or Zales or whatever the case may be, they don't even carry my ring size in stock. I have to mm-hmm. get, because I wear, like, a five. So, I have to get it um, custom. So, like, I don't think that a really big diamond will make sense on my hand because it's going to look like costume jewelry. It looks like I'm playing in somebody else's jewelry. Like, a yeah. big-ass ring looks stupid on my hand. Yeah. So, like, I would say, like, a round cut or cushion, um, a very, uh, like, a simple band. It doesn't have to have to have diamonds around the band, but that's also nice. But, like, a, a solitaire diamond. Mm-hmm. And I am adamant about this one thing. I feel as though if I'm handed a ring like this, then you don't love me. Please, on everything, do not give me a cluster ring, a diamond dust ring, a middle of the mall kiosk ring, Ooh. a 50 cent earring, and 2002 ring. Do not give me, do not give me the fuck boy from Atlanta <laughs> looking like um thugnificent ring like I, I do i hate them hoes i hate i hate diamond dust rings <laughs> with a passion Girl. and they have a lot of dudes that will be like you know offended if you if you tell them no i don't like that i want this they'll be like well you should be able to accept whatever i give you and it's no, like you should take me shopping earlier on right like why why is it that so many people get up in arms when women have like a specific idea of what kind of ring that they want and mm-hmm. they are adamant about that and they you know like it's just like if you don't like the ring all of a sudden you're ungrateful and you this that and the third and it's like but did you ask her did you ask her if she wanted that diamond dust ring right that clusterfuck of um little bits and pieces of a crushed dot like why why not why not give her the whole thing why did you have to break it up into little pieces <laughs> why did why so i mean i guess y'all think that looks more classy or flashy god bless but oh these I, pearl oh. rings are actually really nice yeah no i mean they have some beautiful rings that are not diamond rings and like I just have had my heart set on a diamond, so um, you know, like that's my thing. But you know, for the folks who have other colors or other kinds of stones, I mean, I get it because they have beautiful, beautiful rings. Oh, and another thing too is I want it to be um, sterling silver. Mm, I think I want rose gold. I I or, love rose gold. Or rose gold. My my best friend's ring is rose gold, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, no, rose gold is pretty. So now that you've gotten the ring, mm-hmm. you um, are set to be married. What is your ideal time of the year to be married? Um, spring for me, but fall is a possibility also because spring, there's the potential for rain and it being too hot. Okay. Um, and fall, there's the potential for cold, but there's also the potential for the just right weather. Right. And that's always important. Okay. Yeah, because I remember when I went to my line sister, one of my line sisters um, got married in Maryland. And when I tell you that weather was absolutely just, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking that. It was because, you know, it was that time right before it gets 
chilly. Yeah. Because it was in September. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything was just crisp and the weather was not too hot. And I was like, oh, gosh, why can't we have falls like this? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, our falls still feel like summer most of the time. And then our winters... Like, this winter has been a bitch because it just doesn't want to know what it wants to do. It really doesn't. So, it's just um, so strange. Ugh. But as far as spring or fall, I would agree. Like, I would, I have this thing against the the months of January through March because it's just like, ugh. I mean, with the exception of, I guess, Mardi Gras. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, it's just not nothing else, nothing else is really going on. Like, it's just some poo ass months until, like, the heat come back. So, I probably wouldn't get married any time between January and March. Mm -hmm. But I would say maybe like an April or a May. Right. April, May. Because it's still not too hot. Yeah. But also, my wedding would probably be in the evening anyway. I definitely wouldn't get married in June. Oh, yeah. No, so so June, July, August rains. Out. Always rains. June, July, August are completely out. Mm -hmm. One, because like July is my birthday month so we reserving that time for just me nah. <laughs> and, so and, and her core I'm just, but not only that just saying. that would turn into your anniversary and you'll never have your birthday again right it's like birthday slash anniversary month no thanks no. so I, sure. I would rather it be in that time where it's warm so I want people to be able to you know get fly and dressed up and wear their open toe shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they will uh, uh, sleeveless dresses and whatnot. I want people to be comfortable, but because um, like yeah, our winter is just too gross and unpredictable. Yeah, Summer is to way too up. hot, and then fall. I just you know I don't I wouldn't want anything around the holiday season anyway. Right. So um, yeah, I think I would say like an April or a May. Hmm. That sounds good. So April, May, or September for me. Yeah. No, those those would be nice. Mm-hmm. So now that you've selected your date, let's talk bridal parties or the 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 wedding party rather. The lead up, um, the wedding party, like as in who's in your shower? Like I mean, not your shower, your yeah, like the whole the your squad. Well, not even just the bridesmaids because I'm talking like groomsmen, um, ring bearer, junior bride, all them people. Oh wow, that's a lot. See, um, and that's the see. Oh girl, I used to want. I have so all many like cousins, and, and I have a nephew, and all of that. So the the ring bear and the flower girl that wouldn't be an issue. It's mm-hmm. like a no brainer. It just you know whoever fits the bill at the time, mm-hmm. you know, feel right on it. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of number of bridesmaids and um, groomsmen. I have seen an odd number where there's more on one side than the other. Okay. I think that picture-wise, that is tragic. <laughs> Just throw everything off balance. It, it, everything <laughs> it was... Because I, I recently I was riding, you know, down St. Charles, and I saw, you know, a wedding party taking their pictures, and he had, like, I want to say, like, 10 groomsmen, mm-hmm. and she had five bridesmaids. And so when they were taking that picture all together with them in the middle, it was off. And so some of the groomsmen had to go on the other side. And so then they were trying to make it like where they it was like one bridesmaid, one groomsman. It was it, it didn't look good. Ugh. It did not look good. 
I'm just I'm I'm picturing it and in my mind it looks like a just absolute disaster of a photograph. It did not look good. It looks weird. Why why JoJo and them couldn't couldn't just be in the audience with the rest of the people? Why you had to have ten? I think Michael decided that he <laughs> wanted all of his bros. It it seemed very fratish. <laughs> it seemed very black reorganization. <laughs> and he wanted all of his bros in his shit. And she was like, "These are my." solid five friends and that's what I had oh gosh so he had all his LBs in the room and the line and she she might be the line and she she's not she's probably not Greek and so she's like well my love um these are the only girls I have exactly (laughs) okay uh yeah see and that's my thing is that I have so many people I feel that I could could select from that I would it would be a hard decision and so rather than have a a whole bunch of people I would rather have no more than three and I'm cutting it off at that I think like no more than three yep three three bitch girl no because peep game so first and and, and really like I'll I'll go back to my best friend's wedding Mm -hmm. all she had was me (laughs) like that was it they had a very like just simple wedding in city park and she didn't want all of the you know like pomp and circumstance like it was just and i guess she wanted like something very simple she and her um, husband and so it was just me i chose a pretty dress that i had in my closet Mm. and it just fit like it just and everything was beautiful and so i'm just thinking like when you think of the cost of being in a wedding and finding people that will not only be like fully invested in being a part of your wedding, mm-hmm. but like that's not gonna give you any guff about like oh this cost this or like or it, like all those kinds of things. Like you don't want to put stress on anybody because so and so can afford the two hundred dollar dress you want them to wear, but the other person cannot. Like it's just. It's just like I'm thinking about all of those things, and I think to keep myself from losing my mind, mm-hmm. I want to keep it simple. And so, of course, first and foremost, my best friend is going to be my matron of honor. She's not; she can't be my maid no more because she's a married woman. Yep. <laughs> she's married now, so she would be my matron of honor. Mm-hmm. And then I probably would have shit. Fuck it. I'm having just her. <laughs> it's going to be me and her. Because I can't... I mean, it's just like... And then you have to make decisions. See, and that's the thing. It's just like, I still got to make decisions if I have three people. And so who's going to be the two people that stand behind her? And again... And whose feelings are going to be hurt? Exactly. But I don't well, think I can I mean, hurt anybody's feelings. Right. Because I was about to say, like, if you know your people and you have conversations with them about marriage and stuff like right, that, like, you would know who would, like feeling some type of way or not but right at the end of the day it's your wedding right and i have what you want i don't think that i have that many people who would be like upset but then it would be kind of awkward it's like if you chose this person and then you didn't choose this person but like why why couldn't you have that one extra person it's just Mm -hmm. it's gonna be me and her (laughs) she's going to be my ride or die as per usual I hear that. So, um, okay, so you have the whole squad. So that means he's I'm only going to have, have one roomsman. Yeah, I'm going to probably have a squad. Um, I'm thinking between five and seven, no more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I be a um a, a extra flower girl? I'm, I'm going to be your uh, junior. Extra damn flower I'm going to be your girl. junior bride, girl. <laughs> You're 
I will be your Jew and your bride. Because like I have two two ladies who are married already. Uh huh. Um. Then like two others. So mm-hmm. that makes four. Uh huh. Then I have. You have all the people you dance with. Oh, I do. You have like a you you have enough people in your squad to really be like, oh lord, I cannot exclude y'all. Right. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, and some people have massive, massive wedding parties. I'm just like, god damn, like that's, that's just, why did you need so many people? The thing about that is that it gets like really, really complicated once you get to that point. Like mm-hmm. once you get to like seven and like to ten people that's too many yeah that's like getting many. getting shoes uh-huh. is always the worst part oh everybody got different little feats and things and and want to spend a certain amount of uh-huh. shoes um talking about weddings like i mm-hmm. said you remember my last friend's wedding who i was in mm-hmm. she bought everyone's shoes did she she did oh, that's lovely she was not dealing with that shit with us I mean, that's real, though, because if you have a certain aesthetic that you are trying to achieve mm-hmm. and everybody needs to be on board and, to, you know, for the sake of simplicity, you just mm-hmm. you you go ahead and you bite the bullet and you make sure that you got everyone's shoe size and you, you buy them. Exactly. And I mean, that's helpful for them, too, because, like, again, think about how much a bridesmaid spends on everything. You have her shoes, her dress. Her hair, then makeup, then um, accessories, mm-hmm. paying for anything that has to do with your bridal shower, paying for anything that has to do for your um, your um, bachelorette party. Um, there's also, you know, if you get you manicures, buy, not, pedicures. Yes, and if you're a, a nice person, you will buy gifts. Buying gifts. Like, it's, it's not cheap. Somebody said being a bridesmaid is a scam. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Okay, because like it is truly expensive. And the last time I was in a wedding, I didn't spend like a a crazy amount of money at all. But it's still like you know everybody's budget varies, and so if you're going to have a whole bunch of people, you have to be mindful of the people you select and if they can afford, or if you can you know kind of tweak what you want in order to make it so that everybody can you know. Be able to drop the bands for them. Exactly. Because then, too, like with the bachelorette party, if y'all travel, now she paying to hop on the plane as well. And I mean, sure, it's a vacation, but the expectation is she's going to be there. There really is no opting out, like, yeah. unless you have a real reason why you can't be on that plane. So it's... Even so, like, even as a friend, like... Right. Um, I have a friend whose wedding is coming up, and mm-hmm. her bachelorette party is in Mexico. And that trip is seven hundred dollars, and right. yeah, right. Like <laughs> so, by the time you finish, you know, adding everything up, you mm-hmm. add about fourteen hundred. Yeah, it's it's not cheap. These things are not cheap. So I, I I I like the idea of smaller wedding parties and just helping people save a buck. But my next question is, mm-hmm. um, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I might. And I'm going to have to think about this little list because then if I want to have like a bridal, you know, like a bachelorette getaway or something. Yeah. I, I would like to have a crew, of course, but. Of course. We shall see. That's only right. We shall see. But, it's only right to celebrate, you know, your your bridal shower or whatever uh-huh. it is with a group of people. All right. Because it's just nice. It's lovely. It's fun. 
So let's talk. Um, well, we didn't really talk about everybody else, but like, I guess really with the groomsmen, from what I've come to understand, is that whoever she selects to be a part of her bridal party, he just find whoever to match, to match. up the list, and then we off and we running. So that, that is my only thing. He needs to match. Like, right. I don't care if you have to pull, you know, your cousin you have never seen since two <laughs> out the woodworks. You mm-hmm. need to do it. Oh, and you know what? Before we switch to anything, um, colors. Because okay. all I ask is that no, there will be no cream suits oh, in the mix. Disgusting. No, there will be no cream suits. I don't... I despise mm. cream suits. So, um, yeah, that's just a no. But anyway, venue. Um, venue... I'll say, like, my mom wants me to have a destination wedding. I actually wanted a a destination wedding also, but, um, whoops, cancel. Um, I don't know, because I kind of wanted two weddings, though. Two weddings? Yeah, I wanted two, (laughs) I wanted two, like, ceremonies different. Okay. But two ceremonies. Oh, you got money. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping I would have, money. Um, one of them I wanted to be like more traditional, walking down the aisle type of thing, uh-huh. and then then another one to be more, I don't know, ceremonial in some kind of way. And I haven't figured that part out, but I wanted that part to be in Africa someplace. Oh, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, that would be lovely. I mean, um, because I know that a, a lot of uh, first generation folks, or if you are, um, if your country country of origin is not here, and you want to use like do the traditional wedding ceremony of your culture and whatnot, a lot of people will do like the double ceremony where they'll have like the traditional ceremony the day before, then they'll have like the like the not the actual wedding, but the um, Western style wedding the next day or whatever, and that's where the reception and all that kind of like. I mean, it's cool. I, I love it. I love it because um, you get to have double the fun, um, double the pleasure. It sounds like a really good time. Double the pleasure. I mean, it just sounds like so much fun because you just get to have, that's just that much more makeup, that much more um, accessories, that, you know, more dresses. It's just, it's, so it's, it's like fun. that, that, the traditional part, like the one that's, des- that, that one would be destination. Uh-huh. I would want that one to be simple. Okay. Like that one is more so about family, immediate family. Uh-huh. Whoever's really able to come comes, mm-hmm. and it's more so of an intimate thing, a joining of families kind of thing. Right. That's what I want that to be like. Okay. No, that would make sense. And um, anywhere in particular in Africa, where would you want this to be? Um, I haven't decided. I definitely would want it to be probably in West Africa. I heard that Tanzania is beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but Ghana, possibly, Tanzania, um, or Senegal. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. That would yeah. be beautiful. hmm Well, yeah, I, I, as far as destination, my mom was pitching this idea because of cost-effectiveness. 
um, because it's like you get all in one kind of situation where you do your wedding and you have your reception, you have your honeymoon all kind of stacked into one thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people who's going to come, they're going to be there. Like, it's just like the people who can afford to make it out there, we good they to go. It's a small little situation. Everybody has a grand old time. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's one love. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not opposed to that idea. Because it's like, yeah, you do get to have everything all at once and kind of just mash it all together. But then I was thinking, well, gosh, who would be someone that I would want to invite where traveling like that may be complicated? Like, how many people would be excluded from my wedding if I were to go and have it out in the Maldives? You know, like... Bitch, I would be there. Girl. (laughs) Everybody, you scrape and you get those coins to be there. That also leads to, like, Mm -hmm. well, how far in advance is your wedding going to be? Oh, well, I mean, I, would I mean, how far in advance would you let people know? Let people oh, know so a, it would be a plan. significant amount of time. Like they would have like almost a year out to plan that they would know because then we'd set up with the travel agent and the payment plans. Like everybody mm-hmm. would be set so that there is no confusion even, about it. I would that. even be like a year and a half because it's like, OK, I let you know about mm-hmm. the wedding, where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I would want to make the payments um starting to be due maybe right. like four to six months after that because sometimes people are like i don't have that right now right and it cuts them out and i get it like been there so it's definitely something where i want to be accommodating to everybody and i would love for as many people as possible to come like shit book out the whole hotel if everybody can pay for it let's you know for their trip let's do it but I like the idea. I wouldn't necessarily want to be married on a beach, but I like the idea of being in this really kind of tropical, romantic place. Mm-hmm. It's just changing up the scenery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, my second line band will be um, accompanying me on this trip because okay. <laughs> like we we so I'm not you know because it has to be some New Orleans in that for sure for sure. But um, yeah, no, I think that if I'm not traveling somewhere, as far as a venue is concerned. Um, it's so funny, girl. My mama really in her head. I'm married with children. Like she has plotted she's it out. In her mind, she's got me together. Cause she's like, I forget. We were riding down canal with my grandma one time, and she says, I don't think the wedding should be in a hotel because then they have to provide the food, and the food is not always great that time. And I'm like, Well, mama, um, I'm so glad that you have that plan, but um. The nigga who has to be a part of this um, process is is not here yet. Right. So, so, so she, I'm, I'm like, Mama, what you you getting ready to pay for things? What are you doing? I mean, hell, you find you. Do you know the person I'm marrying? Like, have you met him? But does he want this girl? But the, I mean, it's just it's funny because I. But you know what though, I appreciate my mom talking like that. Because there are days where it's just kind of like, oh gosh, like this dating scene is is like trash you know Mm -hmm. like um it just doesn't seem like anything i feel like being a part of but to her she knows that that's something that you know that's a desire of my heart to be married one day and so she just she's just prophesying she just speaking it into existence like it's happening Mm -hmm. it's going to happen it's going to happen in perfect timing so while we waiting on the groom let's we can talk about like we can talk about these details details. and so when he gets in he just gets in line when when he gets here exactly so i'm like i appreciate you mama because you know like it's easy to get discouraged when you see how ancient some people can be 
and and she reminds me daily that you know like the person that is destined for me is just out there they Mm -hmm. and i'm not i'm not rushing to find them because um school is enough right now school is is enough girl i just got out of a meeting talking about um my dissertation so yes school is demanding me demanding a lot of my attention and so it's not that there's any rush to find the mister but it's it's cute that you know it's just kind of like thinking about what happens when he gets here so anyway as far as the venue a hotel doesn't seem to be an option because we want our own people to cook and um there's that so i was thinking maybe something like the cac or very nice just Mm -hmm. like something that's not a hall something that's not a Right, like, and not nothing against halls, but as far as the aesthetic that I'm thinking of, I want something just really modern, simple, definitely, um, beautiful. Like again, thinking back to like my best friend's wedding was in the park, and that was gorgeous because she got married in front of this really big like oak tree, and right. um, it's just very picturesque. And then um, my line sister, uh, got, who got married in Maryland, she got married at, on the rooftop of an art museum. That sounds gorgeous. Girl, it was the most beautiful. And then the like the groomsmen walked down the aisle to trap music. It was the most like beautiful black ass urban like millennial like we 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 on our shit type of thing like it was just gorgeous and yeah. so i was like yes see this kind of stuff i I used to be like opposed to outdoor weddings yeah. but if it's the beautiful if i can get beautiful weather in a beautiful scene scenery or whatever yeah like i'm i'm open to it i would want to do one of two things either it be a, a indoor space where it's like airy mm-hmm. light really light and airy mm-hmm where a lot of floral arrangements can be um, mm-hmm. set up, or in Congo Square. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I want to get married in. Well, I do know why I want to get married in Congo Square because mm-hmm. it's Congo Square. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's where possibly, probably, more than likely, a lot of our ancestors were married. Okay. So, but you know, with the tent set up, mm-hmm. and again with a lot of flowers and floral arrangements, mm-hmm. um, or in a garden. Okay. No, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So you've had your wedding. You're walking down the aisle. What are you walking down the aisle to? Um, I always, I said that I would walk down the aisle to Princess Adore. Okay. And my mom thinks that's really fucking ghetto. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't care. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's I'm watching right. like two stepping down the aisle. That's right. I'm watching. I'm like I'm literally picturing people That's like right. hitting a solid um until the end of time. And they like they really I'll stepping be there for you. like on beat stepping. <laughs> oh, my heart rocking my down the aisle. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I don't girl. care. Oh, but though that's what you want, and that's beautiful because like you have that vision, and it, it if that's your vision, that's beautiful. And I mean, I love Adore, so that makes sense. And it's like yeah. listen to lyrics; it's just like until the exactly. end of time. Exactly, exactly. That's beautiful. So even if I, even if my, because my husband to be is not here, even if he's like, <laughs> um, ma'am, no, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna go in there somewhere. Uh huh. Somewhere, okay, you will hear it uh-huh. somewhere. I don't care if it's a fucking remix or whatever. Until uh, the yeah, yeah, really, no, uh, not that you. Kind. yeah, they, they were like, 
Think more like elevator jazz. Mm. No. Oh my god. I'm not Now, these are some wedding dresses that are they, inspiring to me. The so people far. can't see the wedding dresses, I know, but, but they're I'm just gorgeous. You. They're really pretty. Really flowing. Oh, yes. Okay, so we didn't even talk about that, but all right, so we talked about what you're walking down the aisle to, but really quickly, yes. wedding dresses, form-fitting, ball gown, what's your thing? Are you thinking empire waist, mermaid? Um, form-fitting, definitely empire waist. I'm that kind of girl. White, off-white, not white at all? <laughs> um, maybe. I, I love gold, mm. but I don't think I would want an all-gold Okay. I think I'm more of like a gold white. So some type girl. Gold accents. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's me. Okay. I think it's so. the same. Like I would do like a well, I don't know. It depends on um see form fitting. I have a form fitting dress idea and I have a ball gown dress idea, but I don't want a large ball gown. But there's this dress mm-hmm. that is like taking my breath away and I can imagine it in my head like it's just it's Gorgeous! It's by Bird of Bridal. I'm gonna mm. show you a picture of it. But when the sun hits this bitch, it glitters like you literally sparkle. Okay. Like, but it's not a tacky kind of like sequins thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though like the detailing of the dress, like they like it's like in the thread or something. Like it's just, it is divine. Mm-hmm. And what's the name? What's what is the girl's name? She's a singer, it's a little white chick or whatever. She made all about that bass. Mm-hmm. But she she wore my dress. I'm saying she wore my dress because I saw this dress before she wore it. But anyway, it is beautiful. And so I um that's my ball gown exception. But if I were to wear something else, I would do a form fitting um dress at uh Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer's in it. And so it would be um, strapless, sweetheart neckline, mm-hmm. um, fitted at the um, waist. So it might, you, it might be like a mermaid kind of situation or like a trumpet kind of situation. Yeah. But um, it would be form fitting. I probably would have like maybe if I did have sleeves, it would be those little sleeves that are like off the shoulder. Definitely. Like some I, kind I don't of flowy sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, like something very flowy and. Um, I'm thinking uh, a lace kind of thing. Like, I want to, like, my whole thing for my wedding aesthetic. Kind of situation. Yeah, like, I want to look ethereal. Definitely. That is the goal. I want to yeah. walk down the aisle and I want my husband, my future husband, to look at me and think, God sent this woman to me. Look at my angel. Look at my angel. <laughs> like, I want, him, mm-hmm. I want him to just look and you can see the tears. Oh, just coming down his eyes. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, so any... Gosh, we've been talking for a while about uh, this. <laughs> so any... Oh, all right. So we have our wedding dress. Oh, you know what I'm walking down the aisle to? What's that? I want someone to sing um, Share My Life by Kim. In fact... My brother's friend Raheem, he's mm-hmm. a singer, he's a local singer, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want him to sing Share My Life mm-hmm. as I'm walking down the aisle. I want all to be live. I like that. It will be the most beautiful rendition, like live rendition of Share My Life 
and the like just the lyrics so this is why i actually probably do need people because i want the the song in its entirety right. so i'm gonna need the wedding party <laughs> to, to be to lead because when that way and the thing about it is you can always have family do mm-hmm. that walk mm-hmm. yeah my mom's yeah. gonna walk in yeah. my dad yeah. of course his parents you have plenty of brothers and sisters to take that walk right like <laughs> it's it's when when it reaches the peak of the song i want that's when i will be making my yeah. entrance will you be jumping over a broom yes definitely oh co- of course traditional yes to. um so uh i think that's all right so we have the broom okay last thing you're at the reception two questions and then mm-hmm. we'll take a break because we could talk about this for the entire episode mm-hmm. um do you want a buffet style tape situation and or do you want people to select their dining options beforehand and submit them i would like people to select their dining options and submit them okay me too because i hate buffets yeah i think the book i like buffets to the extent that i would like people to have an option Mm -hmm. of what they want to eat and to be satisfied Mm -hmm. however i would like i think the buffet is like it can be tacky when it comes to the formality of sitting down and everyone having the meal together so i think the thing for it for me is just the line it's the line situation mm-hmm. now um, my friend did this really well she mm-hmm. broke up her buffet uh-huh. all around the reception hall mm-hmm. so if the if there was a line it was like three three to two people three right one, one people one person three people no more than five Gotcha. You know what? My line sister did this as well, where they broke it down by table. So, mm. and it was such a, like, it was a small enough wedding situation where there weren't a lot of people. So, it wasn't as though people were waiting for an extensive period of time to get to the line. Yeah. And then the food was really good. But I like the idea of people saying, I want either the beef option, the chicken option, or the fish option. Right. And then we'll have our, like, the standard sides. And mm-hmm. in my wedding reception, I'm going to have, like, these just stations for, like, um, like a macaroni station or like something like hors d'oeuvres or whatever that they can exactly. add to their main exactly. entree. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be a bougie bitch about it, but hey. I definitely am as well. Girl. I understand it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a one-time thing. We, we hitting it and quitting it, so it's got to be big. <laughs> so last thing, mm-hmm. what is your first song, your first dance? I have no idea. No? I, I have so many. I swore Adore I was so the first dance. That that actually could be. You gonna do it twice? <laughs> that actually could be. I may I may mm-hmm. change it to that being the mm-hmm. first dance. I may. Okay. Um, Beauty by Drew Hill is my favorite, so I don't know. Okay. Um, first dance. Um, I wanted. I, I used to want it to be Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. Mm-hmm. But then I felt as though people would be staring um very curiously at the situation because. Um, I'm assuming that the majority of uh, the folks in my space will be like my friends and family who do not listen to Aerosmith. Yes. And so it's like um, I don't want them to be staring, you know, in awkwardness. Kind of like want them to also girl, stare in, in love with you. So, but I'm, so this is the song, and this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I um, am going to be dancing to "If This World Were Mine." I love it by Luther Vandross, and. Um, uh oh don't let me do that don't let me forget her name what uh cheryl lynn cheryl lynn luther but here's the thing we're doing the live music thing i come from a musical family we are going because you know what people do now Mm -hmm. they watch 
like they they have basically have chopped it up to where like the first dance takes about five seconds like they're not even playing the full song yeah and and people aren't even really paying attention people are on their phones and looking the other way yeah when i'm gonna have two vocalists singing the entire i want the five minute version of if this world were mine and okay. they're going to sing that shit down and all eyes on me and my and my boo i love it girl it's gonna be fantastic we're gonna have lighting and everything we have some elaborate weddings we should make a budget we should. We should. But we're gonna we're gonna come we're probably gonna touch back on it when we come back. But let's take a break real quick and we'll be right back. All right, y'all. All right, we are back from our break. And I realized that at the beginning of the show we did not do our black history fact. Shame on us. Uh-huh. Uh so we're going to do it now, which keeping in theme, what are we going to do our history fact on today? So, since we've been talking about weddings, we're going to talk about jumping the broom. Uh-huh. Jumping the broom is something that is common in African-American weddings, um, but it has uh, further history back in Africa, specifically in Ghana, with the Asante tribe. Um, the Asante tribe then would sweep away evil spirits that might have been ill toward the couple by jumping the broom or sweeping the broom over the couple's heads. But here in America, it kind of transformed because um, even in love and marriage, African-Americans at one point during slavery were not allowed to marry and express said love. Mm -hmm. So one way that they would make an expression of their commitment was to jump the broom. Mm -hmm. And it's a tradition that we carry on to this day. And I plan on getting a customized broom with me and my uh, future's initials on it. I'm going to probably have it, like, engraved or something. Yes, yes, yes. And, and hold it in a special up. place. Uh-huh. Put that thing somewhere. Put it in a shadow box. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. In the living room. In the lit. I don't know if it's going to be in the living room. Or the kitchen. I don't know where I'm going to put it. It might be in my office. That's weird. In my office? In the office? In my office? In the office. In my house? In the bedroom. In the bedroom? Yeah. No. It's your broom. You both jumped it. I don't right. I don't want my broom in my bedroom. I don't I know why. I think I would want my broom, like, over the door of my bedroom. I just feel all spooky. It's so weird about it. It's I just feel weird about it right now. Every time you walk past it, you're reminded of the fact that you were married to this individual and it was beautiful. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely want to put it in a place of significance. So it, it will probably be somewhere where others can see it. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely want to have a broom, custom broom. It's going to be like really pretty. But. Um, Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Before we get into the topic, there was a couple of things we didn't uh, cover. That's it. First and foremost, w- will you be hyphenating your your last name or changing it? Hyphenating. I worked hard as shit for this doctorate, and yes. <laughs> no, that's real. I mean, that is something that I think about, and it's just like... Um, yeah, man, like, I don't want to get my documents changed and all that kind of, like, or my degree is going to say this one name, and that's the person that earned this, not this new person that's attached to this other person. And I also had this really weird, like, kind of just, ugh, feeling of changing my last name because, mm-hmm. you know, like, my initials is who this is. is this is who I've been my entire yeah. black-ass life. 
And I just feel really sensitive about the idea of changing my name to someone else's. Like, it almost feels kind of gross and possessive in a way. And I know it's not all that, but to me... Oh, excuse me. But to me, it just... Truth is told. (laughs) I'm just saying, though, it feels kind of weird. But, I mean, I really love my last name. And my exception would be to um, hyphenate. Because a part of me doesn't want to change it at all. I don't want you to introduce us as Mr. and Mrs. His name. Why can't he be Mr. My name? Like, you know, like we both out here busting ass and um, making names for ourselves. And my name is just as significant. But I mean, it's it's just it's just, you know, me and my um, distancing myself from a lot of patriarchal traditions. And so I think that my exception is going to be hyphenating my name because I value my last name so yeah. much. And I think that's a that would be a a cool tradition to start amongst women. Yeah, with hyphenating or the keeping it's the hyphenation. Yeah. yeah. Like hyphenating or keeping your last name. A lot of celebrities when they get married, they keep their last name. Because mm-hmm. that's who they are. That's who they're that's the identity that they've built up. That's who people know. And so, I mean, if anything, they'll like hyphenate, like Gabrielle Union Wade. But most of the stuff still says Gabrielle Union. You know, ain't nobody calling her Gabrielle Union Wade. Mm-hmm. But she's still very much so Dwayne Wade's wife. Right. So, or Dwayne. 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 His mom is wrong for that. But <laughs> anyway, so that was one thing. Oh, um, decor. Hmm, lots and lots of flowers. Okay. And and um not tulle. Um I can't think of the fabric. But that sheer fabric. Chiffon? Chiffon. Lots and lots of flowers and chiffon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my, my biggest request, I haven't even really thought out the aesthetic for the actual, well, I do, I I like kind of like this really kind of enchanted forest-esque mm. kind of situation, mm. almost like, like the idea for, of love for me used to be a wedding, like not a wedding, a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. I still feel like fairy tale love exists. It's very much so something that I can achieve. Therefore, I want my wedding to mirror my image of love, mm-hmm. being that come into this enchanted experience with us as we, you know, take on this en- enduring love affair, you know, to the next level as we go on into life together. Yeah. Um. So I think that, that that's my thing. And also, God damn those ugly ass seat covers those satin oh seat covers gosh. with them stupid ass bows i hate them chairs i they're definitely ask, all i ask is that at my wedding that wherever i have my ceremony i would like um what do they call shivari yeah Shiva- i want shivari chairs i do not want any of those chairs with satin satin covers 
and bows. If you present me with a chair, with a satin cover and a bow, and say this is what we're offering, I will tip over said chair and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> and I will leave whoever I'm with to explain my behavior. <laughs> but because <laughs> I, I think they're so ugly. I think they're so ugly. I hate those chairs so much. And that's not to knock anybody who has those chairs because some people love those chairs. Mm-hmm. Not Bree. Not I, said the cat. Mm-mm. I don't think I like them either. It's too traditional for me. Yeah, no, that that just I just that those chairs scream meatballs to me. Shut up. <laughs> it really does too. And if you see it those really chairs, does. you know they got meatballs in the room. So you know they got meatballs in the room. <laughs> you know they have meatballs in the room if you see them chairs. And mm, so funky. I want meatballs somewhere in the I mix. Want damn I love I love a good meatball, but. Mm-hmm. But I don't want them meatball ass chairs in my wedding reception. No, meatballs for me. So, um, yeah. And that's about it. I think that's the most that I've thought of with the wedding. I think I've thought of the dress. I've thought of um like how I want my hair. I just like I'm I want to look like a beautiful, enchanted um princess. Mm-hmm. And um that that's about it. And then my honeymoon will be in the Maldives. I don't know or Fiji, I or out. South Africa, Cape Town specifically. Oh, yes, Cape Town's beautiful. <laughs> so um, that that's pretty much it. So now we're just waiting on the groom, and I'm so glad that all of these beautiful ideas will be. I like. I get. I get to. I get to really think about weddings again and whatnot, and be excited about it and whatnot, and it won't be wasted. Yeah, it'll like the the person that I actually marry will not waste my time. So, I think we are ready for the um, social media segment. I'll I'll keep it a buck 100. I've been on somewhat of a sabbatical. (laughs) No problem. It's understandable. I literally... I got you. Like, because I I just... It's just that there's nothing on there for me. So, I got you. No problem. Keep me posted. Gucci. Gucci is in the news. So, all right. So, I did kind of hear about this. Not the brand. Wait, not not, not the rapper. Yeah, yeah. No, so I know the brand. Yeah, I know this much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With the little blackface shit. Last week, $890 black wool balaclava sweater. It covers the nose and the mouth. Mm -hmm. Black, as I said, Uh with a red cutout for the mouth, representing bright red lips. What does that evoke for you? It, I, I, so like I saw the picture of it, and the part there's a part of me that just there's a part of me that's always not surprised, but then there's the other part of me that's surprised because I'm just thinking of all of the things that you could have chosen to make a design of. Right? Why are you guys stumbling over yourselves to piss people off? I don't understand because who was with the like Prada with the fucking keychains last time? Yeah. Like now them with the balaclava with the obvious like blackface kind of inference being made. Yeah. Is why that cute? Why weren't the lips pink? Is it is it I'm confused. Why couldn't the lips be pink? I'm confused. I am genuinely confused because I want to know who are the white folks at the table who are not aware of blackface that keep coming up with these ideas like, yes, let's make this design that um, 
just looks like a fucking jigaboo. Like what? What is? What is? There's, there's the something else that this can look like. I mean, I, last time I checked, looking like a fucking like you were getting ready to rob the bank wasn't in style. So I couldn't see how they could have just like. Oh, you know, a rapper up, was going. Somebody was going to cop up that on this. Uh, this somebody from this the trap design. was going to have that. That that style, not that actual. <laughs> and I could see that. I can see that, but not, not, not this, not this. Mm. Um, and so I can't help but think that that was done on purpose. I mean, not all press is good press, and I don't understand again why they are kind of just falling on this obvious fuck up. Like I don't understand. Um, why they don't have consultants, people who have some knowledge of these sorts of things. And there's got to be some level of awareness in someone to say, hey, you know what? We might want to double back on this idea because this could be problematic. Um, I can't think that people are that naive. um, Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, because they always come back and they apologize and all. And it's just They're very like. Apologetic. They deeply apologize for oh. the offense. They're fully committed to increasing diversity throughout oh. the organization. Give and me a turning break. this incident into a powerful learning moment for the Gucci team and beyond. What if it is all planned out? What if this is some larger conspiracy to f- slip up, come back and apologize, and then rebrand yourself? In this new kind of, we've learned and we've changed. And we're diverse. And so we're diverse. Yeah. like Because our sales may be down. The, that would be the ultimate scam. <laughs> it would be. Because, listen, now there are, you know, celebrities. Of course, we have to talk about the celebrities. There are celebrities who, one, are against this. I.E. T.I., um, 50 Cent. And then... Is T.I. still boycotting Houston's? I don't know, girl. Okay. We'll find out. But there's also Floyd Mayweather who's like Gucci all day. So, like, when you have somebody who's like Gucci all day or people who are like, well, you know, we've been buying this brand. Who cares? It's not about the brand. Don't take this opportunity to buy black. If you weren't buying black before, then there's also a great number of people who will follow that rhetoric and say, I'll support Gucci because... I was about to say something really ugly about Floyd Mayweather's illiteracy, but um, that would be wildly inappropriate. And I'm going to take the high road because there are some people who have given us enough examples of their um, their range that, you know, that a lot of their commentary on these particular issues um, you could probably go on and keep it pushing because they're not yeah. saying anything or doing anything necessarily that would invoke some kind of like, hmm, you know what? They probably really thought that out or they've had some real thoughtful discussions with somebody like, oh gosh, there's critical thinking abound. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Floyd Mayweather's response, um, I am not surprised. I am not surprised. T.I.'s, I'm not surprised either because he has kind of positioned himself to kind of be 
um, when these sorts of things come up, he yeah. likes to be like the moral authority on what yeah. the the right thing to do and all this kind of stuff. So right. he's he's trying to be on the the right side of things, and I appreciate the celebrities who may may not necessarily be the most kind of like they don't have like the most um, credibility at times. Uh, yeah, well, credit, I would I would say like their presence isn't really felt in the 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 social justice community oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. when sort these sorts of things come up they do use their platforms to try and speak out and do the right thing and I cannot knock them for that because I mean sure you you might be goofy on any other given day of the week and mm-hmm. today you decide to pull it together enough to say hey you know what this is racist and you guys you know like it's the same thing like with Cardi B, how a lot of people like try to discredit her yeah. and her opinion because she may not be the most eloquent speaker. She yeah. may not be um, as well versed in different things, but she's able to articulate her ideas and her the best way she knows how, and she has a lot of valid points. And we cannot just you know write her off because she's not some academic from Harvard telling us these facts. Like she's you know like she's a homegirl from around the way, and she's spitting it like she knows how and points are made right so if ti is out here saying you know fuck gucci and this is why i'm like you know what yeah okay i see you okay now but now are they there gonna be is, consistent there is a flip side to this also oh i, I think i think ti is pretty consistent in terms of speaking up if only at, he would be consistent time. with tiny exactly and so that's the sidebar issue the sidebar issue is our celebrities do we need their do we need them to stand in as the moral authority when it can actually create division because those of us who have canceled ti out because of his personal relationship mm-hmm. and how he's acted with his wife uh-huh. are we now not going to see him as credible when he speaks up for the black community on these kinds of issues should he just be quiet and use his platform instead lend his platform if you will to an expert well i would say this everybody's entitled to their opinion on these particular matters and so regardless of what you've done in your personal life um you are entitled to speak out against these sorts of things Mm -hmm. and also we should not rely on celebrities and their large platforms to make a to be the voice for us i've never believed that they have to you know like oh we waiting on so and so to make a statement on this particular i don't give a good goddamn like you just (laughs) i don't care like i don't you don't have to say moral compass right like you don't have to say anything about it in order to like validate it for me do you know it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. however i am aware that when you have celebrity backing on certain issues it does give it a little bit more push it does so like when you talk about like how we talked about a long time ago about how um kim kardashian is no one's criminal justice reform advocate like for real for real she's she's just a she just has a platform found a pet project and it was able to help make something happen like two celebrities gathered and and got in a room gathered with some experts Mm -hmm. and now they have you know a nice 
thing to add on their little resumes of look at what I've done. But um, there have been people who have been doing this kind of work for years and years. And now all of a sudden it seems like criminal justice reform and prison reform are these new, you know, like kind of hot topics. And it's like, well, no, sis, no, Mm -hmm. not just because Kim Kardashian just started talking about it doesn't mean that it's new. Yeah. That is this popping thing. She's made it popping. So I don't, I don't, we don't need celebrity input. But their voices but, still should be heard. Yeah, their voices still should be heard. Like they don't have to be, you don't have to be, because they, they don't like that, like the same thing when people say they have to be role models and all. People are looking up to you. They, they humans like us. They just have more access to money, mm-hmm. privilege, all sorts of things. So they're, they, you know, they wake up, they yawn, they brush their teeth, <laughs> their breasts stink, just like everybody else's, you know, thing. like so. Just because of the position that they're in, it does not lend more credit, nor does it take credit away. We have to remind ourselves that regardless of this kind of like hyper um, visibility of these people, that there's still people that are fallible and but also entitled to their own opinions and things on this matter. So, you know, like when I think of people throwing in their opinions, celebrities are about these kinds of things, I just think it like any other person throwing in their opinion. It just so happens that their platform is enormous and more people can see their opinion on it. Agreed. I like your standpoint on this issue. Thank you. All right. Well, that's that's what I have social media wise for this. <laughs> Look, there's nothing else going there, on. There's plenty of there's plenty of other. Well, you yeah, know, I'm sure there's plenty. Plenty. Yeah, we've been talking for a while. I had more fun talking about the wedding. Like y'all, if you've never taken a like a sincere break, like I'm just my break isn't even a full break. Like I haven't deleted my apps, but if I get like a notification, I'll check it, then I'll close the app. Um, I'll repost like I'll be reading an article and I'll repost it to Facebook. I won't even mm-hmm. be on Facebook reading the article, but like I'll I'll send it to my Facebook or whatever. Like cuz genuinely it it just has been such a wonderful kind of experience to be parted from all of that. Mm-hmm. Because after a while, it's just like there's nothing on there for me. Um there's you know, just people talking about this regular schmegular stuff in their days, just messy stuff with celebrities and blah, blah, blah. It's just a whole bunch of just like kind of ridiculous shit. Um, people being messy and all kinds of stuff, you know, like, I, ugh, you know, who needs it? <laughs> who who needs it? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give myself a little grace period to go and like scroll probably tomorrow because today... Is probably Facebook is and Twitter and Instagram are being littered with couples photos, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that y'all are happy and reminding us that you guys are so in love. Um, cool, congratulations on your love and the growing of Black love and all kinds of love and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just gonna stay off <laughs> today though. I'll probably give you your likes on tomorrow because some sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelming. It's like, oh, gag me with a spoon. That's not me being a cynic. I love love. You know this. <laughs> it's just like it just gets everybody gets like real soppy and real like. Let these people be sops, girl. It just gets so soppy. Like I, I think. I can't tell you like when I was when I was in a relationship. I think I would just be like these one line captions or something like that, being like, 
or just like a heart or something. Like it just, I just, mm-hmm. I just, I never put up like. Well, I probably did when I when we first started dating, but so towards the end, like not so much, because it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't know, I don't feel the need to write a paragraph about it. But if you feel the need to write a paragraph about it, I love you for it because everybody should be able to express the love that they that they're experiencing i think that's that beautiful they have in their hearts yeah i think that's beautiful but sometimes just for me it's gonna be like okay all right oh gosh cool beautiful yay all right oh god more paragraphs like it's just it's just it's just today today and that's that's, that's any valentine's more day paragraphs. really right like just this valentine's day the last valentine's day like all valentine's days have been like gag to me valentine's day has always been a gag holiday to me when i was in a relationship and when i wasn't in a relationship so like it's just a time to get candy which i have some at home so i'm gonna go smash that when i get back to my place I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like having a photo shoot, but I also have work to do, so. Yeah, so, all right, y'all. We've been talking for a long time, so we're going to highlight y'all on the flip side. Yeah. Make sure that you are having a wonderful day. Like, be intentional about your happiness today, whether it's you're going out on a date or you're going out with your friends or whatever the case may be. Have a have a good day. Make make your Thursday count. Um, use protection. Oh if you God. are um, not planning on having children, if you uh, can, if you if you can, just just I know it feels different, y'all, but just try. Please stop it. <laughs> Please stop and go forward. Just let it let it be your friend, and um, don't light all them goddamn candles around the house. Do not burn the because house that's a fire hazard. There's nothing romantic about being burned alive. And on that note, we'll talk to y'all later. Be Joseph. Bye.